0: Hi there, welcome
1: back to the podcast. And so I wanted to chat in with ourselves, with how we're doing, with how we're feeling, with just considering what the us is what we would like to call in and call folks. But, you Like know, very often we never take time to consider what is holding us and actually in where are the new goals, where are the points, where you need to do some work. Because today we're talking emotions. We are talking with the Mighty Emotions podcast all about how we process those things. And unless we do the work of knowing where we are first, we can't process that. So I just want you to pause. Pause the podcast wherever you are, in the car, doing your chores, wherever you are, in the supermarket. Pause the podcast a minute and ask yourself how you doing and not the yeah, I'm fine, you offer everybody else. Really consider how you are, and you can rate yourself on a scale of one to ten how you are doing. Just check in like you would with a friend with yourself. So now you pause and check in. I want us to consider another question if you mean it would all unfold and work out in your best and highest good, what would you stop worrying about or pressurising yourself about? Let me ask that again. If you knew it would all unfold and work out in your highest and best good, what would you stop worrying about or pressuring yourself about? What would you stop forcing or pushing? How could you surrender to those problems or things that really bother you? That's the question of consideration for this week. I'm just see if it surprises you You answer to both. Our family is so busy. Don't spend time considering the bigger questions. But here we are. Over to Giselle and the Michael Motion Podcast. Have a great week. Welcome back to the So That Got Me Thinking podcast. I'm your host, Nat, and today we've got the wonderful Giselle. Giselle Gillard is the host of the Mighty Emotions podcast and an emotional resilience coach. Her mission is to help adults understand their emotions and find inner peace. Giselle, welcome so much to the podcast today.
0: Thank you. I'm so excited to be here.
1: Now, I think we all need um, some extra inner peace in our lives. I, I didn't yeah. even to start. I'm so excited to speak to you. So can you tell me a little bit more about what emotional resilience actually means? I think sometimes we talk about it, but what does what does that actually mean? Yes, yeah, so the way I like to talk about emotional
0: resilience is that it's the ability to experience our emotions fully, process mm-hmm. them, and then respond in a way that's aligned with who we want to be. Right. So when we experience anger, rather than reacting in uh, lashing out, for, per se, or, or saying something harmful or hurtful to someone else, it's the ability to allow ourselves to experience what that anger feels like in our body, process what that anger is communicating to us, and then respond to what it's communicating to us. So in the example of anger, it's usually communicating that we've been neglecting a certain need, or that there are boundaries that are being violated. So rather than lashing out at a person, we would say, hey, you're violating my boundaries right now. I'm gonna set this boundary with you, right? So it's it's the ability to not get swept away by our emotions. Um, And I like to kind of describe my role as like an emotional fitness instructor. So, Yeah, you know the way you go to a fitness class and the instructor yeah. is there doing the exercise with you and they, they've been doing, I don't know, four or five classes a day. Like, I'm always doing this work on myself. So mm-hmm. I'm not just telling people, you know, you practice what whatever you pre- it. Exactly, yes, yes.
1: And I love this because we're not taught this, are we? Well, we certainly are not taught this in the UK. Um, I know you're you're Canadian, you know, if I got that right? Yeah, I'm in Canada. Yeah, I'm yeah. In Canada so we we don't get taught how to regulate emotions we don't get taught very little about like you say the ability to say I've got this feeling but I'm not like judging myself on this feeling I think that's really really important and I yeah I sometimes mm-hmm. struggle with that
0: we all I, I struggle with that too like we all do and it's because there's I mean it's it's there's several layers to it but it's essentially we're not from a young age, we often don't get our emotional needs met, like our emotional needs aren't seen as as important as our physical needs, our safety needs. But they are so, so important that when we have these feelings as children, per se, or as adolescents, and we go to, you know, adults, we're often not met with a positive or supportive response. And so we're, we learn that there's something wrong with these feelings, when the truth is that Mm -hmm. our emotions are the only honest they're an expression of our honest experiences. Like, they they let us know how we honestly feel in a moment, what we honestly feel about something. But there's so much confusion around that. Like, you'll hear feelings are not back. Like, don't trust your feelings, right? <laughs> and that's so, so harmful. Because, like, why would we have these feelings if they didn't serve a purpose?
1: Wow, that's such a good question. So what happens if we... Because sometimes, when, especially when we feel a quote-unquote like what we feel is like a negative feeling when it's really you know it's really emotive say let's go back to the anger example what happens if this anger comes up this emotion is like telling us you know like you say this boundary's being you know moved and I I don't feel comfortable with it and we Mm -hmm. don't let that anger out in whatever way and we kind of push it back in we push it down what's that Mm -hmm. what's the like impact of that on us
0: well usually suppressed anger over a long period of time becomes depression. And I think the anger one is a huge one because it's the one emotion that we only recognize as this like overt kind of aggressive expression or we suppress it to the point where we become depressed because we are so uh, restricted. We're holding ourselves back so much uh, and it leads to this kind of helpless, this helpless feeling. And I'm seeing this so much, especially in the last two years with everything that's gone on in the world that there's so much, Uh, gaslighting there's so much invalidating of anger like people have every right to be angry but they've been made to feel like they don't have a valid right to be angry and we always have like our feelings are always always valid um so it's about kind of understanding it's about understanding that it is okay to be angry it might not be okay to hit somebody if you're angry but Mm -hmm. it is okay to feel that right Mm -hmm. and and the reason we push it back is because we are unfamiliar with it. It's like if someone shows up at your door that you don't know, you're going to slam <laughs> the door in their face. <laughs> or maybe not, but you're going to close the door and then you're not going to you know, answer the door. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah for sure. This is, so if someone's listening to this, Belle, and they think, oh, this is me, like, I can really relate there. I, I stuck these feelings in. Mm-hmm. I don't want to feel things. It'll feel sometimes overwhelming to feel this much. What is something yeah. they can do? What is like a, you know, your, your go-to thing that they could try? or What is your advice?
0: Yeah, so I actually just talked to a client about this yesterday. And um, basically what I suggest is first and foremost to slow down. Our emotions tend to get us to kind of panic. Like we, mm-hmm. we notice that we're feeling this energy and we immediately think, oh, I need to change what I'm feeling, right? And sometimes yeah. we change it in good ways and sometimes we change it in not so good ways. But it's Mm -hmm. about kind of pausing and say, okay, I'm experiencing and like I'm noticing that I'm feeling some kind of discomfort right now and just slowing down and and allowing yourself to notice what you're actually feeling in your body. Like get familiar with what you're feeling in your body. Is your heart racing? Do you feel like vibrating in your in your arms or tingling or anything like that? Because the thing is, we tend to go to our minds. We tend to go to focusing on the circumstance that's upsetting us and we have no idea what our body like what we're actually feeling in our body so that's like the first step and it's the most important step because we don't realize that if we allow ourselves to process these emotions that we will be okay like we think it'll harm us but mm-hmm. until we practice it over and over we realize oh I can just let this flow through me like I can just let this energy pass and I can like it's not about meditating or anything like that it's just about slowing down and noticing it and allowing
1: it instead of fighting it back right yeah and
0: so that's what i
1: would that's what i suggest. that's such a good point because i think the more we realize that, that these emotions are there to like you say to guide us to support us in some way to show us and enlighten us what what we're seeing what we're seeing we mm-hmm. understand those triggers a lot more i think because those things are going to come up again aren't they those feelings are not going to like you can't just shut down feeling at all no so that's that, no. that rig or whatever, like you say, that we may not know, will come back, right? Is it a case of the more you learn to kind of slow down and process and let that feeling go over you, the more you're aware of what your trigger points are and where you can support yourself, I suppose, in your emotional resilience? Yes, absolutely. So the
0: more you practice this, the easier it becomes and the, mm-hmm. the more skilled you are because what, what happens when we do this emotional resilience work is that we realize how powerful we are. A lot of times when our emotions, you know, overwhelm us, we're focusing on the external, we're giving our power away. Mm-hmm. But because we, we can't control the external, right? What we can control is, is what's within us. So the mm-hmm. more we learn how to how to do that work, we realize, like, okay, like, this is okay. I will be okay if I feel angry. I will be okay if I feel sad. And, and the practice...
1: Pardon? I'm safe to express this emotion, you know, I give my yes, time. yeah.
0: Exactly, exactly, and and yes, like you said, it's it's how we support ourselves when we allow ourselves to feel that way. We unconsciously tell ourselves that there's nothing wrong with this feeling. There's nothing wrong with me for having this feeling, right? And right. so that's really the messaging that's so important.
1: That's a, that's a big and, distinction, isn't it? Like we all have these emotions. Yeah some of us just are used to processing them in a, in a way that's easier for us, whereas some people are, mm-hmm. or we're not, or we just don't even know where to start, I think, sometimes.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, and, and that's why I say start by just slowing down and just getting curious about what you're actually feeling in your body, what you're actually experiencing. And by trying to shift your perceptions, open your mind to allow yourself to see these emotions as beneficial to you, that's really an important place to start. And it's not just beneficial to us. Like, I'm a mom and kids are all emotion, <laughs> right? <laughs> and it's so helpful for me to have this understanding of what each of our emotions is trying to communicate to us because then I'm able to understand what my daughter is communicating to me when she's throwing a tantrum. I don't see it as, oh, no, something's wrong with her. Or I need to, you know, I can I'm see what express. her what she's yeah. trying to express. Oh,
1: this is yeah, I have two daughters. They're very similar. <laughs> mm-hmm. Going through that. Um and sometimes it's like when we're when we feel overwhelmed with those emotions, it's very difficult to kind of our person, you know, our first response is let's fix the experiment exactly. secondary let me fix what has what initially triggered you. Whereas mm-hmm. that's that's not going anywhere. Like you say, it comes from inside. This is fascinating. Yeah. Fascinating. So I ask everyone who comes on this podcast is has there ever been something that's happened in your life that has either inspired the work that you do now or has made you show up in your life in a different way
0: yeah so the reason that I've come to doing this work now is because almost seven years ago I stopped drinking and doing drugs I was a drug addict for most of my life I had a very traumatic childhood Um, And I've always been very sensitive and intuitive, and I wasn't in an environment that was safe, so I was constantly feeling overwhelmed by my emotions, and I had no one to help me navigate it. And when I decided to get clean, because I wanted to live my life, I wanted to have a beautiful life, right, I just didn't know how, and when I got clean, I realized I was just faced with everything that I had suppressed for all these years, and I thought to myself, I need to learn how to work through this because nothing I did ever made my emotions stop existing. Like you said, they're yeah. always going to be coming back. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I realized like, I'm either going to be fighting this for the rest of my life or I'm going to learn how to live with it. And that was kind of the tipping point for me and saying like, we wouldn't be having these emotions if they didn't serve a purpose. That's like saying we have arms for no reason. We were created <laughs> with these emotions. So they must have, some kind of use, and I went on a mission figuring out within myself, why was this sadness showing up? Why was this anger showing up? Outside of the obvious, you know, you had a hard life, right? Because everyone responds to things differently. We can, two people can go through the same experience and feel completely differently about it, or have a different experience of it. So it was really important for me to get to know that. And as I've moved through, you know, being in recovery, I've seen so many people not be able to stay in recovery because they they have these emotions come up, and they aren't taught what to do with them or what to do about them. And so they turn to what's easiest, which is to try to get rid of them or not think about them, right? Yeah. Um, and so that was like the big the big piece of it. And the more I do this and the more I work with people on this, the more I realize about it, the more I'm able to say, "Oh, there's more here to explore." So that's that's kind of why. I do this because when I realized how, I went from feeling so helpless and powerless in my life to where I am now, just knowing how capable I am and knowing how strong I am and knowing how powerful our minds are, that when we decide to change our mind, when we decide to do something, that it's possible for to change. Uh, And having that knowledge, I'm like, if people knew how to work with their emotions We would live in a different world (laughs) right now because a lot of the things that we tolerate we wouldn't tolerate right so it is kind of the the foundation to changing things
1: Giselle that story is so inspiring congratulations on your sobriety wow so literally you you are you are living this work it has supported Mm -hmm. you completely through like you say the last seven years and now you are inspiring and supporting other people to learn how to do that too Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. This has been a fantastic (sighs) conversation. Where can people find it more about you?
0: Yes, so you can find me on Instagram right now at mighty underscore emotions. And uh, this upcoming, I don't know when this episode will be out, but it will be saved on my profile. I'm actually going to be running a challenge. So every day I'm going to give people some journal prompts on each of the core emotions. So like fear, sadness, anger, shame, guilt, and joy. Uh, and I, I want people to kind of get uh, familiar with these emotions so that we have the language to talk about it. So that's starting this upcoming week. And then I have a podcast on Spotify, my the Mighty Emotions podcast, where I talk about different things, different challenges that we have and different emotions that might come up because of those challenges and and how to, it's basically free coaching, (laughs) where I just kind of express what I would share with a client, and and I find that the feedback has been really good, so definitely, if you want to know more about what I do in my work, then check out my podcast and my Instagram, and uh, yeah.
1: That sounds amazing, and I love what you said there about the language, because I've seen quite a lot of emotions recently, and just like you say, Mm -hmm. if you we don't often label things, do we? We don't often label those emotions and we don't talk about it because it's so overwhelming. And I think there was a, yeah. there was like research said, they asked, in the UK, they asked, um, I think it was like a thousand people in the UK, how many emotions they thought we had. Um, and they said mm. three, happy, sad. <laughs> 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 we need some help, Giselle. I think you, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but when I read the same anyway, I read the research, I thought, I I can I can you know if, if you are not um used to thinking about these things or you know haven't mm-hmm. had it, I can see I can see where that's come from I can, I get the you know I get the logic
0: absolutely yeah
1: absolutely because we're not familiar with it yeah. yeah go and check out the podcast go and check out Instagram and like <laughs> the Instagram and yeah, it's been amazing thank you so much for coming on today.
0: Thank you for having me. And yes, I love your podcast and the guests you have on. So I'm definitely going to continue to be a listener.
1: Thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much. Have a lovely week, everyone. You too. Bye. I hope you enjoy this week's edition of the podcast. If you did, please give us a review or share this podcast with a friend. And I will see you next week on the So That Got Me Thinking podcast.